Hello and welcome back to the Health Channel podcast. I'm Emily and in today's episode I'm wanting to give you a deep look into my life and let you in a little bit on who I am and my life up until the first podcast episode that I have published. So I'm 20 years old. I live in Melbourne, Australia. I'm turning 21 this year and I have lived out of home for five years now. I moved out of home when I was 15. So I'm going to talk about it. So when I was in year 10, I was 15 years old and I was living in a suburb not too far away from my high school and we had a very unfortunate, very unexpected house fire and we were extremely lucky in this case. Nobody got hurt and given the damage, we were still very lucky. So the fire started through an electrical fault due to our landlord not being consistent with maintenance and pretty much refusing to do maintenance when we asked him to and there was an electrical fault so we have a garage that is pretty much the length of our kitchen and our lounge room if that makes sense probably not try and visualize it and then there was a exposed cord from our outdoor fridge and a heavy rain, lo and behold, a fire broke out and I was out. My mum and my two young siblings, I have a lot of siblings, you'll get to know them pretty soon. Um, so my older brother, he's two years older than me, was home and my younger brother, who was probably like eight years old at the time, and my dog was there. And then my mum and my dad and my two other siblings who were younger than me as well were out of the house so we were lucky given the fact that they weren't there and that my older brother was there rather than like me because I think I would have freaked out so much (laughs) um so we were all out I was out separately to my parents and then my brother had noticed that the internet had gone off because these siblings of mine are super big gamers And I'm actually grateful that the internet went out because I think if they hadn't have noticed that the internet was out, the fire could have gotten so much worse and there could have been a lot more damage or someone could have gotten really badly hurt. So actually thanking the universe that the internet went out in that moment when it did because my brother walked to the router, was like, oh, it's not on, that's so weird, whatever. Walks to the kitchen, grabs a glass of water and he's like, what is that smell? It smells absolutely foul it smells like burning metal and burning rubber like what is that and he looks out the window so we have these really big windows in our kitchen where you can see the garage and you can see our little outdoor table and our we had a pretty big backyard and you can see all the grass and everything and it was covered in flames so he calls the fire brigade tells my brother to wait outside they come they hose it all down you know, everyone's okay. My mom's calling me like, get home right now. I'm thinking I'm in trouble. And I was like getting the worst anxiety. I thought I was in trouble for something. And she was like, no, like, like you have to call me back right now. And I was like, no, no, no. Like, tell me what's wrong. Don't just tell me to call you what is wrong. And then she calls me and is like, we've had a house fire. And I was like, what? And I instantly felt like I was going to vomit. And then I came home from my friend's house And my whole family was sitting on the nature strip across the road from our house. Fire brigade was there. There was 
two fire trucks, kind of unnecessary, two fire trucks, like eight firefighters. My whole family and my dog are sitting on the nature strip and my neighbours, who are so pissed off, start walking towards us and I was just like bawling my eyes out, like what the hell happened? Like I just left the house this morning, so normal going about my day. And I was 15 at the time, so like I was so young. And then my whole family is just sitting there. I'm crying. My mum is crying. My dog is freaking out. My brother, who was there at the time, the little one, hadn't said a word. So we were worried about him because he's super talkative, didn't say a word. And then that night we stayed at a family friend's house just around the corner from us. And mum had told my older brother, Justin, and I to go into the house and like grab some clothes or something. So we walked into the house and there is all of this like black gunk dripping from the kitchen and the lounge room walls. The windows in our kitchen had burst open from the heat and there was just all of this like soot everywhere and it was flooded completely because obviously they hosed it down. So we were really lucky. Like our actual bedrooms were pretty undamaged. Like we could keep 90% of our belongings like we were very very lucky it was mostly our garage and our kitchen and our lounge room which like you probably wouldn't be able to use that furniture anyway because it smells really bad so we were very 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 lucky and I do acknowledge that but it is something that has affected me and my whole family like literally ever since up until this day but yeah, so we walk inside, we're looking around and we're like, oh my gosh, like it just didn't feel like our house. It felt like we were walking into a movie or something. We were like, this is such a weird feeling. And then we stayed over at our friend's house and our next door neighbor's house had caught on fire also because our garage pretty much ran the length of their whole house. So a big, big part of their house caught on fire which is really upsetting, but they were very lucky that nobody got hurt. They have insurance, like my family was renting, so we pretty much just got like screwed over. But they had the ability to move literally around the corner basically and rebuild their whole house exactly how they wanted it. So that is very good for them. Still a shit situation, don't get me wrong. And then I remember a few maybe a couple days, maybe a week or two later, I remember my mum telling my brother, older brother, and I to go over and like grab whatever we needed and started put and start putting things in boxes to get rid of because I'm pretty sure they were going to either fix up the house or like knock a part of it down. Like I think they might have knocked the kitchen down and then renovated it so people could live there. And I remember my brother and I walking in and we we had to get all this food out of the fridge because it had been disconnected for probably almost a week at this point. So, of course, everything is off. Like, we didn't have a fridge anyway, so we couldn't put anything into a new fridge. Like, we didn't have a house at this point. And we walked out to the backyard and we took all of this stuff from the fridge. We had a carton of eggs. Like, my brother, got to hand it to him. He handled that situation so well. And he's so funny. We used to have so much shit in our garage. And he said, wow, if I'd have known that a fire could have wiped all of this stuff out of our lives for good, 
I would have done it years ago. And, like, everyone was just laughing, like, good on you for having such a positive outlook on something that is pretty sad. And anyway, so I remember my brother and I walked out to the backyard with all this rubbish from the fridge and from the kitchen. And I remember we had a whole carton of eggs. Wow, it is raining so heavy right now. I'm sorry if that's distracting. It's kind of nice. I'm enjoying it. Hopefully it doesn't sound too bad on your end. But yeah, so we had a whole carton of eggs. And I don't know why we did this, but we just started throwing them in like all of the garage remains for no reason. So we started throwing them and we're like laughing, like ha 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 ha, cool, whatever. And then we're just like picking up random things from the garage. And mind you, it's like completely burnt to a crisp. Like you can't make out anything. Even the whole fridge is burnt to the ground. It doesn't look like anything. We're just like moving sticks through it and having a look at everything. You can't see You can't make out any items because it's completely burnt, except there is half, maybe a quarter of a porcelain doll's face with no eyeballs and it is, to date, the scariest thing I've ever seen. And I think that scarred me more than the fire. No, I'm joking. Anyway, so that happened and then we all moved to a fairly far suburb and we commuted to our high school, which took like... I'm going to say an hour and 40 minutes, which is such a long time. Year 10, right? You're 15 years old. You know, such a big travel for year 10, you know, it's kind of not worth it. Like if I was going to university and I was traveling that far, which I do, it would be worth it because it's like, oh, you know, uni, whatever. But year 10, such a waste of time. And then mom ended up moving my little siblings because at this time they were probably like six and maybe four like they were extremely young I actually can't remember so I could be wrong but they were very young so they were at a fairly good age to be able to move schools and my brother who was there at the fire the older one eight years old at that time absolutely hated school and then mum moved them to a school in that suburb that we were staying in the faraway suburb and he ended up loving school so the move definitely did have benefits for some of us And then for me, I was in year 11. I was approaching year 11, still in year 10, and it was getting way too much to travel. So I moved in with our family friends who were our next door neighbours, the people who had also had their house been caught on fire from our house fire. So I moved in with them because they were able to like rebuild and like renovate their entire house quite quickly. I think quickly given the circumstance, but I mean, I don't know, buildings still take a while, I guess. And so I lived with them for two years. So in year 11, no, in year 10, year 10 to year 12, I lived with them. And oh my gosh, I'm scared that they're somehow going to see this. But that was the worst time of my life. It was so awful. They were not good people. And I think that they let me live there charged me expensive rent for no reason and I think they let me live there in order to kind of have something over my family my mum particularly and they used to kind of guilt me and be very passive aggressive about things so for example I remember this one time I like came into the kitchen I was like making food or something and she goes oh do you like these plates I said oh yeah you know they're very nice just making conversation being polite and she was like yeah, well, 
I had to buy new ones because of the house fire. And I was like, okay, that was three years ago. Like, do we need to bring this up kind of a thing? And it's not as if I lit a match to our house. You know what I mean? Like it was a complete unintentional accidental thing that really couldn't have been avoided except for maybe some maintenance that the landlord could have done. But like what I'm getting at is it's no one's fault. She used to make me feel so guilty for it. Like whenever she would buy new clothes or new plates or she bought a new TV and was like, yeah, because the house fire destroyed all of my things. And I was like, eh, and it made me so uncomfortable to live with. And then I moved in literally like the weekend I finished my year 12 exams. I moved in with my best friend, Grace Gunner. You're going to hear so much about her. I'm going to get her on the podcast very, very soon. But she and I, she let me move in with her and her mum and dad and I had my gap year with them, which is really great because we were just chilling. Um, we were both working. She actually did a unit at Melbourne Uni so she could get a prerequisite. So she was studying and I was doing uni and I was just, oh, no, I wasn't. I was just working. I worked at Schnitz for like eight, nine months and then I ended up moving to a different job because the pay was low. <laughs> And um, after that gap year, I moved in with my partner and his family. So that was in 2019, so last year. I moved in with them in February because my best friend moved to Adelaide for university. And her parents are so lovely. I love them so much. They were like, you can stay with us. Like, don't worry. You don't have to move. But I think it was good for me to move in with him for a year because we obviously – want to move in together like we've been dating for four years so we we want to have an apartment together and start that chapter of our life but I think I really needed that time to like be with him and live with him and see how that worked out and then it kind of took a turn unfortunately as my life always seems to and I've been having a rough time again but that's okay. So currently I am house sitting at my friend's house again because everyone is away. So I'm house sitting for them. And then I'm going to be here for about a month and I'm going to start uni. And then I'm hopefully going to have my own place with my boyfriend. And hopefully when all that happens, I can start the year a little bit fresh. I feel like I have a lot of healing to do. A lot of therapy needs to be done. Definitely I will get into certain parts of that time in my life a lot more like with the fire and like living at that person's house like that was fucking awful. I will definitely like give you more short stories about that time in another podcast episode but for right now I'm just going to give you a brief but yeah so I've lived out of home since I was 15 and I'm definitely beyond ready to just have my own apartment and to just live fully independently like I mean I have definitely been living independently like nobody has helped me financially but it will be really good to just have my own place with him because I've had quite a rough time except for living at my friend's house like in my gap year and the one that I'm house sitting at they're the most amazing people I've ever met and I don't know what I would do without her and her family like I don't know what kind of a person I would be I just 
I love them so much. I can't even explain to you. But yeah, I'm really close with my family also. It's just that they live so far away. Like to get to my uni where I live currently, like I live pretty in a city. Like I'm very lucky to live where I live. And it takes me like two hours public transport to get there. Hence why I want to buy a car. And from my mum's house, which she only has enough room for my siblings. Like, of course, I could stay there if I needed to, but I just wouldn't. It's so far away. I think it would take me like three hours to like get anywhere. But that's fine. I'm good where I am. But yeah, I've definitely had it a smidge rough. Still extremely lucky. Don't get me wrong. Definitely, I will get into little tidbits about that time in my life so you can understand a little bit better. But yeah, I really wanted to make this podcast to kind of talk about, you know, setting boundaries, things that you consume directly affect you, health and well-being. Mental health is such a big aspect of my life. It always has been. Spirituality is something that I've kind of let into my life in the past couple years, especially like living out of home. My mum has always been very into it, but we've definitely grown into it a little bit more. I'm still, I would call myself a beginner, absolutely, but I'm really excited to kind of go on a bit of a journey of like 2020 myself this year. And yeah, I'm excited to podcast the whole way through. This year is all about me, my life, feeling fulfilled. I've kind of like had a bit of a three month like I don't even know how to explain it, like a downer, I guess you could say. Like nothing has super happened. It's just like I feel not myself and I'm kind of getting back to myself, want to be eating healthy, going to the gym, doing uni, want to move, want to buy a car, want to super get into spirituality. I want to be journaling a lot, that kind of a thing. And I think a really big part of my life has been, you know, manifestation spirituality and I really want to let everybody in on that and I will eventually but I just need to respect my own boundaries which I will break but that is okay but yeah that's pretty much my life up to date so now I'm in a little bit of a mindset of like okay gotta move so I can heal but I also have to be responsible for my own actions because what's happened to me in the past is shit but I'm not gonna let it affect other people because it's not fair for me to have had a rough time and then make other people have a bad time you know what I mean so I'm definitely kind of working on being accountable for my actions and being responsible for how I feel and working on directly changing that and kind of unpacking things that have happened and why that makes me the way I am like for example after the house fire whenever my phone rang for a whole year I would get a sick feeling in my stomach because I was like oh my god it's gonna be bad news like people don't call unless it's bad news you know whereas now like I love phone calls with my friends I love facetiming my friends especially Grace being in Adelaide but yeah just little things like that which like I've said a hundred times I'm sorry we'll let you in on that a little bit more in a future podcast but definitely a very interesting thing to unpack 
but yeah so that's pretty much all for today I just wanted to tell you a little bit about my life and in the next episode that you will be listening to will be tips for productivity and organization which is like probably single-handedly my most favorite thing ever and I'm probably going to also talk about how to break habits or how to create new habits so I'm very excited to do this journey I hope 2020 is as good for you guys as it is going to be for me remember life is what you make it and I'll talk to you guys in the next episode thanks for listening